Hello and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And today is Friday, April 24th. So as you know, we are here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Just let us know that the voicemail is for this podcast. Please tell us how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. Kate, before we really get into it, can I give a birthday shout out to my son, Henry? I would like to hear nothing more than this birthday shout out. Oh, well, Henry, you're probably not going to hear this. If you do, you won't understand it. But happy birthday. I love you. You're the best. I can't believe you're a toddler now. You changed my life and... I can't imagine life without you, and I love oh. you so much. Oh, my God, Dory. That was so sweet. Oh, thanks. Maybe he'll go back in, like, 20 years and listen to this podcast. Yeah. And and hear that birthday shout-out on his first birthday. Or maybe podcasts will be, like, eight tracks, and they won't even exist anymore. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, happy birthday to you, of course, and to Henry, who... I just adore and who has truly been like part of keeping me calm and grounded during this pandemic because I watch your daily Henry videos on your Instagram and just watching him bumble around, beat his little drum, crawl through his tunnel. It's very soothing. Yeah. He just does like baby things. Yeah. He just rocks out little baby stuff. Yeah. He's the baby we all need right now. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. How are you celebrating his first birthday while social distancing? Yeah. So we're recording this on Thursday. So before his birthday has actually happened, but I can tell you what I have planned. Um, We're doing a Zoom and all his friends and family are you know, hopefully going to be able to participate and wish him happy birthday. And I also asked people to make a short video wishing him happy birthday, like, you know, 10 seconds long. Um, And a lot of people have done it, which is really cool. So I've been putting them all together in iMovie. And my plan is to show it to him during the Zoom. I'm going to screen share and show it to him. Do you think he will have an understanding of what is going on? I don't know. It's funny when um, Matt's parents sent one over and I played it while I played it sort of in front of him and he like got quiet and was like staring at it like like he recognized them so I think I don't know it'll be interesting I mean he will probably lose interest in it but um I'm curious to see what happens I'm baking him a cake um I got him some balloons got him some presents and yeah, that's kind of what it. kind of cake? What kind of cake are we having? So I'm making the smash cake from my favorite cookbook, the America's Test Kitchen Baby and Toddler Cookbook. <laughs> what is a smash cake? Like a cake for babies to hit? Yeah. So this this might have this might have become a thing after your children. It were was it babies. was like 
starting to become a thing when they were babies. And I was like, no. Yeah. So my kids were babies, like kind of in the early stages of Instagram. And now I feel uh, like everything is much more geared towards capturing for online consumption. For sure. Yes. So a smash cake is just like a small cake that the baby is supposed to like smash their face into, I guess. Like they can kind of do whatever they want with it. So I don't know how he's going to react to it. Is this his first time having like straight up sugar? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm ready. I want to watch this. So, yeah, you'll you'll watch it. You'll watch it tomorrow, baby. I cannot wait. (laughs) How are you doing? You know, I sat in front of the document that we take notes in every day and I was like, I have nothing to say. I have nothing. But then you wrote like a ton. (laughs) Then I wrote uh, a thousand word essay. Um, well, you know, I, I will say, so I had a really amazing interaction with my neighbors last night. Um, I went out to take my dog for her nightly walk. It was like dusk and they were out in their front yard with their two dogs. Um, we were, you know, 15 feet apart, kind of shouting at each other and I had my mask on and as one does now, but one of them who's, you know, they're probably, she's probably in like the baby boomerish age, a little bit younger, but she was saying that, um, the in the beginning stages of social distancing and staying at home, she was got into a really big depression. And the only mm. thing that helped was taking walks. And she would walk by my house and see the messages that my kids had drawn in chalk. Like they had drawn some pictures and left like really age appropriate positive messaging of like, wash your hands. We can do this. Like, <laughs> like really. And that they had that those messages made her feel better and would and brought her to tears and oh helped God. her through like while she was suffering from depression and i was so moved because you know these like writing positive chalk messages on the sidewalk can feel very kind of trite and a little bit hollow sometimes where you're like we've got this and it's like no we're actually in like a a socioeconomic social crisis where people are losing their lives you know what i mean like it's like yeah oh. Um, and so it was, it was actually really moving to hear that, that they had impacted someone, you know, in like a a really meaningful way. And I actually know, like, I love when I come across a chalk message on the sidewalk right now. Yeah. Even like, I have one neighbor who created a hopscotch in their driveway. This person's in like my general neighborhood, but it's a hopscotch to the, um, with the lyrics of all star by smash mouth written in like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's this enormous hopscotch that is in their entire driveway that I've seen them do like stuff like that. I'm like, wow, this weirdly cheers me up. So, you know, that, that was, um, that was really cool to hear. And I relayed that message to my children who I think kind of understood it, you know, understood the impact. Um, so I don't know. My kids right now, I, I've just been thinking kind of about this experience for them. Um, I know not everyone listening has children, so I don't want to ramble on too much about what they're going through. But they're living like a very early 1980s childhood right now, mm. which I think is a really positive thing. Yeah. Um, you know, my husband and I are not like helicopter parents to begin with, but um, 
our kids are kind of like on their own a lot right now because we're both working. Yeah. So, you know, they're feeding themselves. They're like bored. They just like come in and out. They kind of go as they please and out between our backyard and the front and the house. And, you know, like right now there's like a Tupperware container with bugs that are being fed apples on my kitchen table that just some sort of experiment. Yeah. Like there's just, it's just kind of, it's a lot more, things are a lot more relaxed because we're just all at home together. Yeah. Like they're going to bed later. Um, like in the morning we just sit outside and cause we don't have to rush off. And so I'm, I'm hoping that for this experience for them, like what they remember are those things as opposed to the scarier things and the stress and the worry, you know, totally. like I think a lot about, I'm trying, I'm trying to absorb that stuff so that for them, it's kind of like, oh, they were really bored and they had to wear, wear masks. And like, hopefully that is as deep as it goes for them. And that the scarier stuff, my husband and I kind of shield them from. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, and I don't normally shield them from scary stuff. I tend to kind of be a person who's like, here's the fucking way of the world and here's what's hard. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling, Dory. I'm rambling. But that's what I've been thinking about. No, I, I mean, like, like, like on. no one's bathing. They're just like, like, we're just, I don't know if anybody's brushing their teeth. Like we are just kind of, we're just kind of get, you know, chugging along over here. Yeah. But they seem and, happy. Well, that's what I think. I think they are. And I, and I'm relieved about that and grateful that we are able to provide this kind of space and experience for them right now. And also, you know, I should say like we live in Southern California where we have a yard and it's like hot out. Yeah. So we are outside now a lot. Thank, thank goodness. Like that's so like, I realize how nice and lucky that is because we could be experiencing this with no outdoor space. Mm -hmm. Um, and that would be an entirely different experience since parks are closed. So yeah. Anyway, so there we go. That's where I'm at. Okay. Well, my kids are kids are eating chips for lunch and I'm I'm into it. <laughs> well, I went to Target this morning. Yeah, tell me about this because this was like your first time out and about. This is my first time out and about. Hadn't been to a store in over a month. And this morning there were just some things that we needed at Target and I was like I could do drive up, but then a couple of the things like you couldn't do pickup for, um, like some of the more high demand items, they don't let you do pickup for anymore. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go. I'll, I'll be in and out. I'll have my mask. It'll be fine. Um, and it was, it was totally fine. Um, and I felt sort of invigorated. I love this word choice. <laughs> like, Wow. Yeah, I was I was fully prepared to like had like you had described to kind of be depressed and overwhelmed by it, but instead I was like, "Oh, yes, people are in masks and people are sanitizing the carts and you have to stay 6 feet from people in line, but this is like one of the only normal things that I've done." You know what I mean? By normal you mean like um of your of our previous of your previous existence yeah. kind of yeah. yeah like just to be able to like go to target and get some stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so and the store was pr- store was pretty empty like there were definitely people in it but it definitely wasn't packed i didn't feel unsafe um they had disinfecting wipes they had toilet paper they even had hand sanitizer um every- for sale yes 
wow, I have not been able to find hand sanitizer anywhere. Yeah, they had hand sanitizer for sale. Everyone was limited to one per person, but they had it. Um, and then I also picked, I just like picked up a couple things that I was like, oh, this would be just like nice to get. Um, which I know we're not like really supposed to do, but I was there and I saw them and I bought a fake plant. You know, I'm going to give you a pass. Thank you. The I know w- it's not an essential item, but you know, thank you. We were the, there. The woman was, um, a woman, an employee was restocking the, the fake plant area. And I, I chatted with her from a, from a safe distance, of course. And I, I was like, how are you doing? And she, you know, she, she was like, thank you for asking. And, mm. um, she's like, you know, I'm off for one day and it just is a mess. <laughs> and that was kind of nice too, because that also felt sort of normal. Like yeah, an employee, like annoyed that her area wasn't as tidy as it should be. And so just having these little like glimmers of normalcy were, were invigorating to me. Um, so I think it was good for me to go to the store, kind of get that out of my system. I now feel like, okay, I can like stay at home for another few weeks. I don't have to go back. Um, oh, they had hand weights. Like for pumping iron? Yes. Which like you can't get anywhere. I got, I got eight pound hand weights. Oh. Oh, yeah. look at you for I know. your home gym. For my, for my home gymnasium. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It was, it, was a, it was overall a good experience. I'm glad to hear that because I was so down after visiting the grocery store this weekend that it's nice to hear that you had those kind of like normal interact, quote unquote, normal interactions because yeah. I was feeling so like despondent about Aww. it. So no, but that makes me feel very hopeful. I like hearing this this report. Okay, good. <sighs> well, should we hear from some listeners? I love hearing from <laughs> listeners. Okay. Here is our first voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, this is for Here For You podcast. First, I just wanted to say thank you so much for this podcast. I know it must be a lot of work for you doing this every day for us, and it's such a bright spot. I listen to it every day in my walk, and I just wanted to thank you. Um, secondly, I wanted to tell you, Kate, that I cut my own hair, and it looks totally fine. Uh, it's kind of cool and trendy looking because I kind of butchered it a bit, so it's a little blunt and not exactly even, but I would encourage you to go for it. I mean, what do you have to lose right now? Um, and lastly, I was wondering, um, now that we're kind of going back to the basics here for this pandemic, um, baking bread and hunkering down, I was wondering if you wanted to share some of your uh, favorite, maybe household items, or things that you kind of might have taken for granted that are bringing you comfort or joy right now. And I wanted to start with mine, which is my hot water bottle, which is my absolute favorite, favorite thing that I own currently because every night when I'm freezing, I sit with it and it makes me feel warm and cozy. And uh, I was wondering if you guys had any things like that that you wanted to talk about that are bringing you comfort. So anyway, thank you again. Um, You both are wonderful and I can't wait to hear from you. Oh, thank you. What's your favorite 
household elf. Well, first of all, congrats on the haircut. Yeah, seriously. I'm impressed. Um, what is my favorite household item? Great question. Um, what is for me? Yeah, what is yours? Yeah, for me, it's Epsom salt. Mm. I don't know if that's necessarily a household item, but it is something I do like to just kind of buy in bulk and keep around because I love taking Epsom salt baths. Um, Sometimes I have my kids take them, especially if they're sick or have a cold. Um, So we just look. Of course, I buy it at Costco. Yeah, it's great. Get big two big bags of it. So I love. You know, I've been very. been enjoying Epsom salt baths throughout this time. I tr- I'm trying to get into the bath at least once a week just to kind of mm-hmm. steam steam out the stress. So, and oh, also my heating pad. Oh, I've been heating pad. I've been heating my butt. Ooh, while I, while I sit in my chair and work, I'm having a lot of like you know. I always have lower back pain, and I'm in I'm in like a kitchen chair at my as an office chair right now and it's not particularly comfortable. So I put my heating pad on top of my butt cushion and I just kind of go to town on my lower back and my tailbone. Wow. Well, look at you. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that. Well, I have two. One is sort of a, a high, I have like a high and a low. <laughs> my my high is my KitchenAid stand mixer. I'm very happy that I have it. And now that we have a little bit more counter space, it actually lives on our counter. So I feel like I'm using it more. You see it. You're like, oh, hello. Yeah. Oh my God, I could bake something. So I'm, I, I love that. And then my low, this, is, this might be a little weird, but you know how Matt and I clean up every night? Yes, I do. I love sweeping. Oh. And I remembered that, like, I've always loved sweeping. Like, at at sleepaway camp, when mm-hmm. it was my turn to sweep the bunk, like, I always found that the most satisfying chore. There's something very satisfying about sweeping. Yeah, there is. There is, like, making the, the pile grow. Yeah. I and, love making the pile grow. Yeah, like, making the pile grow. Also, like, there's... Like sometimes I'm like, oh, our floor is clean. We don't need to sweep. And then I'll I'll sweep and I'm like, oh, our floor was dirty. <laughs> yeah. Or when you find like a hidden stash yeah. of dirt that you didn't know was there. Yeah. Or like a hidden fur ball of dog hair mm-hmm. under a side table, say. Very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's weird at all. I mean, I, I always, I find sweeping very meditative sometimes. Um, yeah, I find it meditative as well. All right. Well, look at us. Well, look at us. Okay. We are going to hear from a listener now who, you know, we've been talking a lot about shopping small, but this listener is kind of like, Hey, what about shopping big? Okay. I I thought that was an interesting counterpoint. Um, all right. First, thanks for doing the here for you podcast. It gives me something to look forward to in this groundhog day type existence. We are all in. I like to listen to it in the morning while washing bottles and pump parts for my napping four-month-old. I'm writing with a counterpoint for listeners who might feel they should exclusively support small independent companies during this time. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for supporting local businesses and have done so whenever possible during this pandemic, whether it be ordering takeout from my favorite restaurants or buying produce from local farmers. However, large companies and their employees are really struggling as well. 
Most employees at large retailers have been furloughed without pay until stores can open back up again. Even when stores do reopen, it is likely that the staff will be reduced due to decreased demand and continued social distancing. Not all large retailers or, quote, big box stores will make it out of this mess. There have already been rumors of large companies being close to filing for bankruptcy, such as Macy's and Neiman Marcus. If these companies fail or have to lose a substantial number of stores, thousands of people will lose their jobs. So, to the extent people are loyal to a particular large company and feel good about the way that company treats their employees, etc., I don't think they should feel bad about shopping there as well. That company and the economy in general could really use the support if people have the means. I have cut back on spending in general, but to the extent that I am spending, I try to do so at companies I believe in, both large and small, in hopes that they will continue to exist when we come out of this. Thanks and, and keep up the good work. And that is from an anonymous listener outside of Philadelphia. Well, thank you for this point of view, Anonymous. Yeah, I appreciated this. All right. Um, we have a quandary from a listener in Atlanta. Shall, shall I read? Please. Hi, Kate and Dory. I have a bit of a dilemma. I'm a college senior who lives in Atlanta, and right now I'm subletting an apartment with my friends. My lease runs out in May, and I start teaching in Atlanta in July, so I told my parents I would come home to Maryland in June. Now that Georgia's Governor Kemp has said that Georgia will be reopening things, which is a bad idea. My parents want me to come home now. However, I love having my independence and getting to salvage my senior year by living with my friends and being with people my own age. Living in my parents' house in quarantine would be pretty rough, and I just want to explain that I need my independence, and I need them to trust that I'm going to continue to be careful and quarantine, no matter what my governor says. I feel like they're taking this personally, but I'm already coming home for a month, and I know that is more than enough time for me. Me and my parents sometimes have a tenuous relationship, and I think quarantine will make it worse. So, obviously, I do not want to quarantine with them any longer than I need to. How can I explain this to them without hurting their feelings? Thanks so much, Anonymous. Mm. I mean, I, I almost feel like you shouldn't go home to Maryland in June. I know. Because doesn't that... Although it sounds like she doesn't have anywhere to live. Right, right, right. I mean, you. I just, you could be bringing the, if you're with other people, you could be bringing the virus with you yes, to your parents. Yes, yes. I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've thought about this. So, uh, okay. So... If you have nowhere else to live, although that is an interesting, home. that's an interesting point. I mean, I bet she could find a sublet, maybe, and she could say, "I, you know, I'm worried about bringing. I don't think we should try. I don't think I should travel. I'm worried about bringing the virus to you." Yeah, I mean, I would seriously think about that. Not as not not just as like an excuse to not to yeah. come home, but like that's a real. I mean, I'm suggesting this because that is a real health concern. Yeah, so that's a really for, good point. So think about that. Now, if you have to go home in June for reasons that we don't really know, okay, um, we'll just assume that's the situation. I mean, I, you know, you're an adult. Yeah. If you're, if you're paying for your shit and you have a job, like, I, I, you, you, they don't have any say over you technically, right, Dory? No, they don't. Um, I mean... I don't know if they're financially supporting you. That 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 throws another kind of wrinkle into the, you know, mm -hmm. the well, I'm an adult. Um, because if they are financially supporting you, then I think, you know, that that complicates things a little bit. Um 
I I think you need to kind of present it to them as like a non-negotiable. Yeah. And not set a firm, a set firm, a firm boundary. boundary. And I don't think you need to get into like a tit for tat, you know, discussion with them about various points that they're making. It's just like, this is my decision and this is what's happening. I mean, they're, they're not going to like physically bar you from leaving the house. So, you know, also I, I do think a hard part about kind of, aging and becoming a peer to your parents is that you might hurt their feelings and they are going to have to process that. And, and uh, you have to learn how to handle the, the, that feel those feelings for you. But like, I I do think disappointing your parents or not doing exactly what they want um, is an important step to take. And you might, you might end up hurting their feelings through this process, but you're also doing what you feel is best for you. Um, your independence, and I think also your safety. So, and your parents' safety. Um, so, I don't know. I think you. I think you should make the choice to stay in Atlanta. Kate, that is a great point. Well, thank you, Dory. <laughs> You're so welcome. All right. Um, this last voicemail is just a, a, a really lovely note from a listener. So, here we go. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Lizzie calling from Georgia. I just want you guys to know how thankful I am for you. You really make every day so much fun to listen to. My roommate and I just had the same conversation about shaving our legs. And then, Dory, you were talking about shaving your legs. And um, I've just been there, girl. I'm just so thankful to have two women to look up to that can share those experiences with me. My mom actually is the one who showed me this podcast that you guys do for Forever 35. And then being able to connect daily with Here For You um, has been a really important part of me and my mom's conversation since she's in another state um, right now during the whole um, COVID-19 situation. Um, and so I'm just so thankful for you guys. And um, it was her birthday this weekend, and so I just wanted to call and, um, you know, let you guys know how much she loves you. And, um, you know, if this gets played, happy birthday, Mom. I love you so much. Um, I bought her a cozy night candle off your recommendation, and I can't wait to send it to her. Um, you guys are amazing. Thank you for everything you're doing. Oh, listen to you guys soon. Okay, bye. Aww. <laughs> Oh man! Happy Thank birthday, you. your mom! Yeah, happy birthday, mom! Thank you for calling in. Love the uh, we're getting a lot of Georgia today. Yeah, totally. Um, Kate, what is our word of the day? Okay, I just I, this might be a little bit out there, Dory. I'm going to suggest sweat. Yeah. Look, you mentioned getting your dumbbells. I think whether you're exercising, taking a warm bath, or a warm shower getting that hot water bottle on your neck. Like sometimes it just feels very therapeutic to sweat it out. And it doesn't mean you have to like pump iron to sweat. I'm talking about like just sitting in that shower and steam yourself for an extra minute if you can. I love that. I love that so much. Definitely going to sweat today because it's 90 degrees. Um, Or just sit outside (laughs) if you're in Los Angeles. Exactly. Okay. So our activity of the day is actually brought to us courtesy of a listener So I'm going to play her voicemail where she has a suggestion for everyone. Hey, you two. This is a call for Here For You. 
Um, I just wanted to call and tell you about something that I have been doing that has been really relaxing me, which is watching virtual train ride videos. So basically like a camera that captures what it would look like if you were riding on a train in different parts of the world. And I originally saw these and sent them to some of my friends who have small kids who like trains, but then I watched some of them. And I immediately felt calmer. So there's one from Hiroshima Station that travels for about two hours. And then a friend of mine sent me one from Norway. There's an article in Travel and Leisure called 13 Virtual Train Rides from Around the World that you can experience right now. And I swear, it is so nice. So that might be something to try at some point. Okay, take care. Thank you so much for everything you do. And lots of love from Dublin. Bye. Definitely going to do this. Well, choo-choo. I am. <laughs> choo-choo. I'm on choo-choo. Yeah. I, that sounds really fun. It I'm does. Really excited. I, that's really relaxing. And we will link to that Travel and Leisure article in the show notes. Well, Dory, it's been fun it chatting has. with you today. It has. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Same to you. Happy birthday, of course, to your son. Thank you. It's lovely to celebrate him. And even in these kind of scarier times, yeah. it feels really nice to get to yeah. get to toast Henry. Thank you. All right, listeners, we will talk to you on Monday. And remember, we are here for you. Bye. Bye.